Podcast, Episode 5. She's got a smile, and it seems to me, reminds me of childhood memories. As the bright blue sky Now and then when I see her face Oh God, no She takes me away To that special place And if I stay too long I probably break down and cry We are never going to win Battle of the Bands if you change the song we're playing halfway through. This is why I finished fourth last year. We're never going to beat the Mulberry Twins or Shredlocks playing like that. Dude's got an electric loot now. Anyway, you may have been wondering where we've been for the past year, and uh, we will get to that. But first, I have to admit something about last episode. In the end song, I apologised for calling Alanis Morissette an SB stood for a stupid bitch. Uh, it was related to something that I'd removed from the episode because I found it to be not funny and not original and I didn't like how it came out so I deleted it. But I forgot to delete the apology in the song later which made me angry because now it's a loose end and the point of this podcast is to try and tie up some of these loose ends and I feel like as a punishment for my sloppiness I'm going to make myself say the joke because then at least it makes sense in the context of the podcast. Um, I'd like to make it clear that I don't think it's funny. It's not even really unfunny that it's funny. It's in the middle ground where it's just unfunny. And I really hate that I'm putting this in here. Um, I don't like it at all. I say I tried to delete it from my memory, but I just it's been bothering me for the last year, to be honest. Um, yeah, I've always said this podcast isn't about being funny it's about accountability and punishment oh and tying up loose ends I think I said uh, anyway so the joke the joke was people like to say that Alanis Morissette isn't very clever and they love to point out how nothing in the song is actually ironic but I can tell you she's actually really clever I bumped into her whilst having a conversation about sodium fluoride I was talking about covalent bonds then she butted in and said isn't it ionic and then I call her a stupid bitch. Um, again, I'll do better. I really hate that I made myself put this in the podcast, but there will be no more mistakes ever. I can definitely keep to that. Okay, I'm going to try and tie up a loose end from the first two episodes now. I wrote Gluten Free Gladys, what, over four years ago? And I made the first two parts well over two years ago. Um, so if you listen to these in a row it's going to sound a bit strange I don't still have the intro but I've, I've had a workaround and I'm pretty confident you won't notice so here we go part 3, final part of Gluten Free Gladys Warning, this story may contain gluten 
No, sh sh shut up! Sh shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Bit of a bit of a very subtle editing trickery there. Gladys needed answers. She returned to the bar. Who's? Oh God, I can't. I can't remember the voices. I'll, I'll go back and listen. Who's that man? What man? The man in the mask. He was here just now. You. He was wearing a cape. Ain't no heroes come round wearing no capes round here. She replied in a way that represented her individuality and personality and not in a way that could be attributed to any specific culture or group of people. You keep on that crazy talk, girl. <laughs> you, you keep on that crazy talk, girl. You, you sound like you've been lining it up uptown in the old gluten den. The old gluten den, of course. That was it. There she would find the answers that she sought. She broke down in the middle of the street. How could she have let herself come back here, she thought. She knew right then that she would never touch gluten again. She had to find the man to thank him. She found the man crying in the corner of an old gym. He turned around, slowly. No! Please stay back! He said, wiping away the tears from his face. Who are you? She asked. I, I didn't want you to see me like this. They stared into each other's eyes and into each other's souls. My name is Glutinus Maximus, and I'm ashamed, I'm ashamed to say that I am 100% made of gluten. <gasps> but Gladys's shock didn't last long. She thought about the man and the life he must have led, shunned by society. She leaned in for a hug. No, no, we, we can't, Gladys, no. Why? Because I'm in love with you, Gladys. And, and at that, Gladys closed her eyes and kissed Glutinous Maximus on the lips. Mwah! The kiss was only broken by Gladys letting out a massive fart and then immediately shitting herself. Humiliated, she ran away, squelching and crying, and they both died alone. The end. God, that one was rough. This one's going to be even worse. Okay, so I'm going to attempt now to carry on. The Adventures of Billy and Maurice. Pop. Balloon popping. Pop, pop. Okay, so we were stuck in a desert last time. That actually happened, by the way, didn't it, Maurice? Yeah, so we were stuck in a desert without food or water. And then I passed out 
because you didn't give me any of your oh, honey banana infused water that you were carrying around with your personal juicer. Oh yeah, I remember now. Yeah, um, so I passed out, but then I woke up. No, 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 Maurice, we're not, we're not doing that, Maurice. What? Uh, what? Where, where am I? Where am I? Where's Maurice? Who are you? We are the monks of the Golden Banana. Don't worry, your monkey friend is perfectly fine. Say hello, Maurice. Maurice, are you okay? Have they hurt you? Don't worry, you're perfectly safe here. Have some water. Thanks. We at the Temple of the Golden Banana don't believe in punishment accountability. Or tie and cut loose hands. Wait, what? What are you talking about? Okay, Maurice, I think, I think we should go. <laughs> you can't leave. You can't ever leave. Sir! Sir! The Golden Banana is gone! What? No! This cannot be! Seize them! Maurice, get down! <laughs> They're firing prayers at us, Maurice! Quick, run! The door's closing, quick! Get under it! It's closing, Maurice! That's how, that's how door closing sound. Oh, Maurice, we made it, we got out, quick, keep running, they're gonna come after us, come on, let's go. Whew. That was a close one, Maurice. Good idea swapping their prayers for bananas. And that's how we escaped the monks of the golden banana. Good lads in the end, actually. Yeah, we patched things up, we had them on the last podcast, I think <laughs> that makes sense narratively. They did curse the podcast so that the adventures of Billy Maurice was doomed to never be completed. I think that's a good enough narrative end to the story. Or is it? To be continued. No, it's not. Or is it? No, no. no. Now it's time for part two of Luxembourg Dreams. The musical we wrote two, two years ago now. We really need to do some some new stuff, Maurice. Anyway, Luxembourg Dreams is still looking to be picked up from Broadway. If anyone is listening, I don't know why I waited. No, they weren't going to. Even if they were listening, they weren't going to respond. It's not live. Don't know what that was about. Sorry. Um, how could it not be such a hit though with songs such as Luxembourg Dreams, Luxembourg City, isn't she pretty? Luxembourg Love, I'm in luck. Open brackets. I'm in Luxembourg. Close brackets. Luxembourg Dreams Reprise. Uh, I'd recommend listening to part one in the last episode first, because if I'm honest, I don't think this one's as good. Part two, at the time, we didn't have a female lead ready to step into the main role, so again, I've had to use my editing genius. You may be able to tell. It's actually me singing, and I've changed the pitch but again, it's very, very subtle, so you might not notice it. Uh, I'd like to reiterate that the character is a human woman and not, as somebody has horribly suggested, a rodent. So again, woman, not rat. You'll know it when you hear it, probably, but we pick up the story upon Lou's arrival at the landlocked Luxembourg's city docks. Luxembourg City isn't she pretty? Luxembourg City is the place for me. You can't 
cannot deny it has a temporary climate. Lots of cities waiting for me. Luxembourg City? You want to see the real city, mate? Luxembourg City, isn't she pretty? Luxembourg City's a place for me. Bending the rules but respecting traditions. Luxembourg City, the Grand Duchy. Luxembourg 
It's in the contract. God damn it, Maurice. You're gonna break away, aren't you? That's why love, only love. Love is all we have. Love, love. Love is all we have. Thank you, everybody. We've been the Mormon Twins. Well, that was truly the greatest moment in Battle of the Bands history, with the Mulberry Twins being joined on stage by Shredlocks to prove that love does really conquer all. I've changed, we've all changed, we've gone through a transformative experience here at the Battle of the Bands. I just feel sorry for whoever's up next. It's, uh, oh, it's, it's Billy and Maurice. Uh, hi, guys. It's, it's us, it's Billy and Maurice. Maurice, let's do it your way. Take it away. Woo. Where it began, I can't begin to know, but I know it's growing strong. It was in the spring, and spring became the summer. Who'd have believed that you'd come along? out, touching me, touching you, whoa, 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 sweet Caroline, good times never seem so good, whoa, oh, 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 I've been inclined to believe that they never would, 
Paradox. Thanks for listening.